welcome everyone to one more episode in the life and teachings of Jesus Christ. Um, this is Louis Molina. I am right now in a cafe in Dubai recording this amazing hopefully that you seem amazing when we talk about Jesus um, so I'm here in Dubai in a cafe just arrived I'm in the airport now recording this podcast for you hope you're doing well and uh, so today we will continue chapter 2 last time we saw that uh, the wise men came from the east to to find the kings of the Jews the one who would rule rule over all the nations and they found already a king this king called Herod sitting already in the throne so then uh, we can see after chapter 4 they will they will they were guided uh, all the way to the end of the chapter where they were guided to the barn where Jesus were. So let's jump into it right now. We also have seen last time uh, Herod and the people of Jerusalem were troubled because of the news. And I believe that they were troubled because they knew what type of men Herod here the Herod was and uh, that's why the people got trouble because they knew what this man was capable of doing um, so he we, we can read here actually let me open my Bible Matthew chapter 2 what does it say so let's read so then uh, let's go in chapter uh, chapter 2 verse 4 and assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born they told him in Bethlehem of Judea for so it is written by the prophet and you O Bethlehem in the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah for from you shall come a ruler who will govern my people, Israel. And so this actually, uh, verse 6, is a quotation from Micah. I think this chapter 2, verse 5, something like that. It's in Micah, though. Micah prophesied this. Um, so another here, here is another evidence that we have uh, that... Uh, Jesus met the fulfillment or he fulfilled many things that the prophets prophesied in the past this is one of them now some atheists might say uh, no these are just things that are put by the Christians but it's not actually uh, Christian didn't put this this was a Jew prophet of the Old Testament and, uh, and then we see here uh, Jesus fulfilling, being born there. Not, of course, not by, I mean, he was in the womb of his mother now, 
but he was born there. Therefore, the prophecies has uh, evidences to be true, not by Christian alone, but by Jewish writings. The Tanakh, the Old Testament, is a Jewish book reliable with historical evidences on it, archaeological evidences um, that we have uh, security to trust in because of all these evidences. So here we see a fulfillment from Micah, which is great. And uh, let's keep reading now. Let's keep observing here. Before I move on, the the rabbis, the teacher of the law, they knew this prophecy about, about Micah and they were, were aware that from Bethlehem will come the ruler as came David also. Beth, uh, David was born in Bethlehem as well and so Jesus was known to be the Messiah, the son of David and it's interesting because they were both born in Bethlehem. There is about 300 prophecies from the Old Testament that Jesus fulfilled. A prophets prophesied and Jesus did it. So that are the that's that's a very empirical thing. It's a very empirical evidence that we have historically as well to believe that the word of God is true and that Jesus is true. Let's keep reading a little bit here. Um, let's go in verse 7. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. When they have heard the king, they went there, their way. And lo, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy, and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasure, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and near. So, um, we see here that Herod said to them hey go there worship and let me know also i want to go and worship there but we know that that wasn't actually the plan of herod um he wanted to kill because he was he wanted to kill jesus because he was paranoid that someone will overtake um, his kingdom from him or take away the kingdom from him so and then we see here the wise men didn't know Herod they thought Herod was normal so they probably say yes yes and then 
um, we see in verse um, 12 it says and being warned in a dream not to return to Herod they departed departed to their own country by another way so here we have um, God guiding the wise men as well these guys were really being guided supernaturally by God all the time it's amazing how these Gentiles were actually um, guided by God in such way this is another evidence that we have that God is not and was never only for the Jews but God always uh, reached out to the Gentiles as well we see Nineveh for example Jonah he didn't want to reach Nineveh because the Assyrians which is the Nineveh is the capital of, of Assyria were very cruel people very bad people but God reached them through Jonah um, in the Old Testament also with the covenant with Abraham Abraham we could say he was the first Jew right because from Abraham came Isaac and then Jacob and Esau and then from Jacob the 12 tribes but God told Abraham that anyone could be part of of his family as long as he as long as is in the uh, circumcised as well as long as they circumcise themselves to Moses no no it was to Moses actually that was the law with Moses but I think God mentioned something like that to Abraham as well let me double check about that but okay as for now let's let's keep going let's keep going to then our next point uh, one very interesting thing is that these uh, wise men these were um, wise men in the area of astrology most likely and uh, they they probably got to know God through co the constellation or the stars I think that's it's totally possible because you know Psalm 19 says that God uh, you can see the you can see the might the power of God in the heavens reveal his power you know the heavens reveal his power and the night after the other night reveals his wisdom God's wisdom and stuff like that and then Paul also said that uh, the deity of God is being known in the things created in the things that have been created so people can know God to a certain degree they can know that there is a God because creation bear witness of God but to know exactly and more about who this God is you have to go in the scriptures you know and the scriptures is where we see God's plan God's thoughts God's ways God's character God's personality and all of that so yes and we have the revealed um, revelation of God which is the Word of God which is the Bible and so both are a require of us that 
that we live in this world of abundance with a lot of Bibles and stuff like that. And so uh, with exploring nature and the Bible, we can craft both together and have a most, a more uh, evidential faith to share with the, wor- with the world. So that's one thought I have as well. Let's keep reading here and make comments. Um, verse 13. Now, when they departed, and so the, when the wise men departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, the child, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain remain there till I tell I will tell you for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him and he rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod this was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet out of Egypt have I called my son okay So, uh, we see again here uh, a prophecy. Um, It says, this is to fulfill what the Lord was spoken by the prophet. Out of Egypt have I called my son. This is from Isaiah 11.1 or 11.2. And it's very interesting because Isaiah is actually quoting a historical event that happened in Exodus. Uh, when in Exodus says God says when Israel my son was a child was an infant I call him out of Egypt so basically what's happening here is there is the Israel of the past that um also went out of went into Egypt and then out of Egypt but didn't do the right thing always mostly failed all the history but now Jesus is the new Israel okay and he also is mimicking what Israel did but in a perfect way So we will see different things that relate the life of Israel as a country and the life of Jesus also. For example, uh, they were 40 years in the wilderness, uh, Israel as a country. Jesus was 40 days in the desert fasting and praying. Jesus did perfectly. Jesus defeated the enemy. Jesus didn't fall into temptation. Israel did. So here we see another thing that um, has relation with the story of Israel and what in the way Jesus is mimicking, but in a correct way. So think with me this way. If we are the new Jerusalem or the new Israel, the new people of God. So in the past, in the Old Testament, the people of God were the Jews, right? The Israelites. Now, the church is the 
is the people of God and Jesus is the head. He's the founder of Christianity. Jesus is the founder of Christianity. And we are God's people. So we are the new Israel and he's the head and we are the body. We are his body. So we are part of him. We are part of Israel. So Jesus made perfectly what God tried to do with Israel. Jesus did it perfectly, even going to Egypt, in a sense, mimicking here um, the story of Israel. That's why we see here this prophecy. Um, there is a lot of good things that um, God is telling us through the prophet with the fulfillment. Um, so we are called to interpret sometimes literally the scriptures and but not always not always and this is an, an example of it god said to in, in, in exodus god said to um, pharaoh i love israel israel is my firstborn if you don't let my firstborn go out of egypt egypt will kill your firstborn and we see historically that that is what it happened God killed all the firstborn in Egypt including the firstborn of uh, Pharaoh it might seem a little bit tricky how Matthew put these things up here because it's not necessarily a prophecy, it's a historical statement what, what Hosea said in Hosea 11.1 1, that um, what happened in the Exodus, he's just quoting what is happening in the Exodus in Hosea 11.1 1. and then now here uh, Matthew is quoting Hosea that, uh, and Hosea is quoting a historical event of Exodus right um, so yeah it, it might seem a little bit tricky to understand or a little bit nonsense but it is what uh, what I believe that happened is you know in Luke 24 says uh, Luke says that Jesus opened the eyes of their of their understanding so that they will understand the scriptures what the scripture says so I think because of that Matthew saw how Jesus is the new Israel how Israel in the past was mimicking what Jesus would come and do so we will observe even more parallels and more more fulfillments of what the Messiah did that the prophets prophesied in the past but also the parallels between Israel and Jesus or the old Israel that the the Israel who failed and the Israel who didn't fail which is Jesus which is us which is the church Jesus the head and we his body the new Israel we are this new Israel so I hope this 
this is what you will take out of this class if you didn't understand some things some concepts some prophecies i hope you understand that we are part of his body we are the new israel we are part of jesus jesus is the head we are his body we are god's people and jesus did and accomplished everything correctly everything that israel as a country couldn't accomplish couldn't be faithful couldn't made it right with god jesus came to do it and here this is this prophecy of uh, that matthew is saying that is to fulfill all Hosea 11.1 is a parallel an indication about that okay so that's it for today we run out of time and uh, I hope you enjoyed it if you have any question write me on my email fernandomolinas90 at gmail.com uh, and let's keep in touch hey see you next